We've put together this six-part audio course as a guide to using your strengths to make a career pivot to work that makes you more happy more often. Now, if you haven't already listened to it, I want you to start out with the very first episode because every one of these episodes in this guide, in this audio course, builds on the next to help you learn how you can make a, a career and ultimately a life out of your strengths and why so many other people have chosen to do the exact same thing. This is the Happen to Your Career podcast with Scott Anthony Barlow. We help you stop doing work that doesn't fit you, figure out what does, and make it happen. We help you define the work that's unapologetically you, and then go get it. If you're ready to make a change, keep listening. Here's Scott. Here's Scott. Here's Scott. You know it's coming, but for many people, it still freezes you in your tracks like a deer in the headlights. And maybe it's right after you sit down in the visitor's chair across the desk from the interviewer, or maybe it's 10 to 15 minutes into your conversation, just when you start to think you might escape this time. But then it hits you. The interviewer flips through your file, folds her hands on top of the desk, looks at you expectantly and says the words that strike fear into the hearts of every job seeker. So tell me about yourself. <laughs> it always comes in one variation or another, but in this, in this section of the audio course, I wanted to cover how do you use your signature strengths in interviews? Because we get these questions. Some of them are silly. Some of them are great questions and there's all different types of interviews. So how do you prepare for different types of interviews in ways that showcase your strengths. Okay. So I want to talk you through some examples of ways to do that so that you can really begin leveraging your strengths in every aspect of your career change, of your job search, and ultimately eventually get the opportunity to leverage them much more in your day-to-day -day job, which as we covered in the very first part of this program, just an extra one to two hours a day completely changes your quality of life. And we've got the research to back it. Okay. So we know the goals here. And we also know that we're going to have some kind of interview. Any company that really actually is going to be desirable for you to work at, you're going to have some type of meeting, some type of interview, and they're going to ask questions. And you've got so many options for answers. And so few of them are right. So let's talk specifically about that tell me about yourself question. How do you answer that, especially in ways that showcase your strengths? Do you start at childhood or do you fast forward to high school? And that one time that your science fair project, well, when it won that honorable mention in the all county finals, or perhaps you'd like to fast forward today and tell you can tell her all about the recent success in achieving a PR in the WD at the local CrossFit box. Okay. All right. By the way, don't, don't use acronyms like that in an interview, but that's another story for another day. But in my 14 years as a hiring manager, actually, geez, it's been like, I don't know, 17 or something now. I don't even know anymore. It's been well over a decade. Let's say that. I would say that there's a 70 to 80% chance that you'll be asked this question in some format in your next interview. And there's about a 90 plus percent chance your answer is going to be wrong or at least it's not going to be relevant or useful. Okay. Those are not great odds here, but never fear. Once you learn how to frame your response, 
you'll actually begin to look forward to answering this question. And I believe personally that this question is actually a huge gift. It's actually a huge softball that's being pitched right down the center. And since most people screw up this opportunity so badly and they start from birth or they tell about something that is so boring or not relationship building or you name it, there's 150 different ways that that this can go wrong. Actually, there's infinite the different ways that things can go wrong, but you don't have to have it go wrong. It really truly is a huge gift. It's an opportunity for you to tell them exactly why they should hire you by demonstrating how you already fit what they're looking for. So that begs the question, right? What are they looking for? When a hiring manager says, Tell me about yourself. They don't want the 10-minute discourse on your likes and dislikes and your views on the latest episode of The Bachelor. Instead, they're looking for information that allows them to intuit whether you'll be a good fit at the company and in the particular role that they're interviewing for. The better you can position yourself, the better your chances of standing out and making the interviewer sit up and say, heck yeah, even if it's only in their head, right? I don't know. Maybe they'll be giving you high fives at the end that we can go for that too. Okay. So here's one way that you can frame your answer. And I don't want to give you a script here because scripts, especially in these types of cases are going to be pretty useless. But what I can do is give you a variety of formulas. So let's focus on one of those in particular right now. One of the ways that is fairly easy to do, and I love it because it's so simple, is use the present, past, future, plus a little love framework. And it looks something like this. You, uh, well, the interviewer, I guess, starts out actually. They say, so tell me about yourself. And you say, well, currently I, and this is where you tell them about the present. Before that, I, and this is where you tell them about the past. In the future, I, and that's where you tell them about the future. And the interview goes, boom, you're hired. Okay, all right. It's not it's not quite like that, but it does work amazingly well. So let's try and fill in those blanks or help you understand what it looks like to fill in some of those blanks that that we mentioned here. So you can use this formula. So let me let me give you a specific example. Let's say that I'm a human resources manager. I used to work in HR at all different levels, manager, generalist, director, like been, been there, done that, been all over HR and training and development and blah, 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 blah. Okay. So, um, let's say that, you know, I, I only have HR experience and I'm interviewing for this position in training and development. And I have some fringe, fringe experience overall. Um, and for all intents and purposes, this is a little bit of a career change for me. Okay. So the interviewer goes, so tell me about yourself. Okay. This is where I do the currently me. I say, Currently, I'm an HR manager with blah, blah, blah. I'm responsible for the labor budget of around $7 million and all things people-related. And one of my favorite things is working on training and development projects. For example, this is where I insert an example because that's what makes it relevant, by the way. I got to create a training program from the ground up to teach our leadership teams how to coach with a growth mindset. Now, after I put this into practice, it was pretty cool because we saw an average increase in productivity by 9% with all of the departments that had leaders that went through the program. That's how we were able to figure out that, hey, we actually had some kind of an impact here. We were monitoring that. Okay. Before that, I actually worked with other companies in a 
in a variety of different types of HR management, specifically in global retention, and I got to, and then I can share another thing that I got to do. By the way, this phrasing, uh, I get to, or that I enjoyed, or that I, I got to, or that I loved, this is really, really important. We'll come back to that in just a second. In the future, I would love to work with a company, helping them to improve their business by making learning training, development, a real living part of their organization and culture. I've discovered that some of my favorite things I've done in the last 10 years are all 100% in this area. Okay. So why does this work? Why does this work here? Well, first and foremost, one of the things that we are doing here subconsciously yeah, we're using we're using a couple of psychological effects, very very small, very subtle, and it is very very helpful. And these are things that you can integrate into your normal conventional communication. By the way, you don't just have to wait the, for them for uh, for interview purposes, right? So what we're doing here is sharing some very specific examples for re- how we've delivered results. Um, when we talk about results, these are things that make it relevant to the world, especially if we're using results that we already know relate to their business or what this job is about or what they do. So uh, the behind the scenes would be I would have handpicked a little bit because I would have already done some of my research and understand that I'm only answering this question with relevant information. I didn't add tons of extra Uh, extra information too, no matter how impressive it was, I kept to the things that were relevant and useful to them. And I I focused on some of these things that positioned me as an expert too. I talked specific metrics such as reducing turnover 10% and managing a budget of $7 million for uh, labor in the the, HR area. Um, I shared my passion. I didn't say, uh, you know what? My strengths are blah, 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 or I'm really strong at... Uh, What I instead said was, what I love to do is this. And then I shared what I love to do. Now, what's crazy here and also very useful is people assume that when you love something, that you're good at it. So when I say, I love getting buy-in on company-wide initiatives, I'm actually helping them be able to visualize me in that particular role. And when they can visualize me in that particular role, they make some broad assumptions. And those broad assumptions are often that I'm great at this. And I'm not going to, I'm not interested in misleading them in any way. I want, I want you to use your powers that you're learning here for good, but I am very interested in helping them understand who I truly am and what I really actually bring to the table. And if I just get up there and say that, oh my goodness, they're going to be bored to sleep. Or you're not going to come off as uh, as having a competitive advantage. Or you're going to come off as braggy, like, hey, look at how much of a badass I am in this area. That's not going to be helpful. But if we do the plus a little love part, which that's what the plus little love part is, being able to say what I actually love about this is, or what I love to do is this, or one of the reasons why I love this area is this. And that helps them be able to make it, imagine me in that role as well, make the assumption that I'm, I'm great at it. Okay. Now, now it's your turn. What I would suggest here for you is 
Take this present, past, and future plus a little love framework, focusing on your strengths in the relevant parts of your story. As you interview with different companies for different positions, you're going to need to customize this every single time for what's relevant to them. That's why we're not focused as much on a script in this part. We're more focused on this framework or formula. Practice sharing your answer verbally until it sounds very natural, and then test it out live in the next interview that you have. And by the way, if you want to, if you want to download that interview formula, then you can actually go over to hiredforstrengths.com, go to section four of the ultimate guide to using your strengths to get hired. And then you can actually download that section of it as well. And we'll send it over to you. And then you can have the worksheet that goes along with it and chart out your own framework. But I wanted to give you that as one example of a way that you can really incorporate your strengths into the interview process. Okay. All right. In the very next section here, we're actually going to cover what happens next? What else can you do? And we're going to give you some resources because we don't want you to wait to use your strengths. So I will see you in the next, in the next lesson, in the next episode, episode six. All right. We'll see you over there. In the meantime, head on over to hiredforstrengths.com. That will take you to that ultimate guide on using your strengths to get hired that I just mentioned. We'll see you over there. Thanks for listening to the Happening to Your Career podcast today. I wanted to remind you that we are currently accepting just a few applications for our Career Change Bootcamp, or CCB as we like to call it. CCB is our in-depth program to help you find happiness and fulfillment. So if you're interested in talking with us about Career Change Bootcamp, just send an email to scott at happentoyourcareer.com with conversation in the subject line, and Scott will connect you with the best person on our team to help you figure out if CCB is right for you. Now, in our CCB program, we help you be able to identify, harness, and showcase your strengths. And this guide that you're listening to right now is going to help you do that as well. But CCB goes so much more in depth, as well as being able to incorporate that into your life as a whole. Now, this is the last chance that you're going to have to get a jump start on your career before 2020. So if you're interested in talking with us about Career Change Bootcamp, send an email to Scott at Happen to Your Career with conversation in the subject line. And we'll catch you on the next episode of Happen to Your Career.